we invited Rick Wager to come in and share a little bit about Thanksgiving. Um, Rick is the son of the first camp manager, uh, Rich Wager, and uh, he's a pastor at the chapel in Palatine. Yes. Right? So he's going to share a little bit about uh, from, from God's Word with us, and uh, then dismiss us. I'll be in the back, and, and uh, we're showing shirts, and so thank you all for coming. I know some of you are a little nervous right now. You know, this is supposed to end at 7.30. And you are just handing the mic to a pastor. Oh my word, this, this could be scary. But let me just assure you, uh, first of all, what, what a wonderful celebration. What a time for so many of you to reflect on God's mercy and God's grace and what God has done. So many decisions have happened here. You know, uh, I was born in 1954. Phantom Ranch was purchased about October, I believe, of 1954. I don't remember that. <laughs> Not at all. But, you know, I've had a ball these last few weeks just looking at all the camp videos. I actually left camp when I was seven years old. This is the first time I've been back in, in well over, well, almost 55, 50, I don't know, my math's not so good, but, but a long time. But one of the things I think you missed in all these videos, can I have that picture up here? Look at that. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that a cute kid? Why wasn't that in your videos, Roy? You know, I, I'm just a little upset about that whole thing. Okay? But, but let me just share this with you. You know, I wasn't part of any of the planning. I wasn't part of any of the serving. Any of some of the memories that you folks have. But I do remember. I remember my dad gone a lot at Phantom Ranch. I remember my dad's passion for God and the Bible and kids. He was a youth pastor at a church that had the exact same passion. A church that thought outside the box and took a step of faith which resulted in Phantom Ranch. You know, in many ways, the camp was foundational in my life and foundational my understanding of God and ministry. God uses camp in my life, but not only in mine, but as you reflect back now in thousands, thousands of kids who have come, whether on scholarship or whether parents wanted to send them, but they heard good news. You know, 2,000 years ago, Jesus ushered in the kingdom. And he was changing the world view, and he was doing some dynamic teaching and ministry, and culture was changing. His kingdom stories were shocking, and his miracles literally took your breath away. One such miracle was the feeding of the 5,000. You see, it's actually a pretty... Significant miracle. 
It's one of the few miracles that actually is recorded in all four of the Gospels. And most of you have heard this story, I'm pretty sure. All right. But it's found, if you have your Bibles, in Mark chapter 6. If not, don't worry, I have mine. Alright? But let me just paint the picture for you just very quickly. Jesus was in the middle of some unbelievable ministry. His disciples were really, really tired. And he decided to take them on a retreat to Phantom Ramp. No, he just took them on a retreat. And, and the Bible says that he went across the sea hoping to find a quiet spot. And as he landed, there were multitudes of people. Now, multitudes of people is an understatement because we're going to find out he was preaching or teaching to about ten to 12,000 people at that moment. And so Jesus comes off and instead of getting a little bit ticked, he said, Look at all these folks. They need something. They look like sheep without a shepherd. And so he goes and teaches, and the people absolutely mesmerize, and literally, well, they forget to eat. Now, I don't know about you, but that's hard for me to forget to eat. Okay? But Jesus was an amazing storyteller. He was talking about the kingdom, and things were coming together, and all of a sudden... He noticed, though, that, uh, well, people were getting hungry. And I'd like to read Mark chapter 6, starting at verse 35. Late in the afternoon, his disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to nearby, nearby farms and villages and buy something to eat. But Jesus said to them, You feed them. <laughs> with what they asked. We have to work for months to earn enough money to buy food for all these people. Well, how much bread do you have, Jesus asked. Go out and find out. They came back and reported, we have five loaves of bread and two fish. Wow. Five loaves of bread and two fish. Now, I'm sure the disciples at this time were absolutely mesmerized. They were confused. Jesus, you really want us to go feed? And Jesus just asked them a question. Hey, how much do you have? Now, actually, they didn't have anything. But there was a good thing a little boy was around. We find that in John. And he had, well, five loaves and a couple fish. Five biscuits and a couple fish. Wow. Jesus took the bread and the fish and fed ten to 12,000 People. A couple things jump out at me. First of all, a little boy was the provider. Very unusual. But the neat thing was is that Jesus said, You've got everything you need. They looked around and it didn't look very sufficient, to be quite honest. It, it didn't. Uh, you know, there's a whole lot of people out there, Jesus. Jesus said, Give me what you have. And for the next few minutes, so I don't know, hours, how long does it take to be 12,000 people? But Jesus started handing out bread and fish, and the disciples were scurrying around, handing it out. They came back, and Jesus did it again, and Jesus did it again, and Jesus did it again, and the, and the guys are talking and saying, how long is he going to do this? Well, until everybody's fed. And Jesus 
fed them all. You know, they joined him in kingdom work. They were so amazed at what Jesus did. You see, this is a God story. Because nobody else could have done this. The only person that could get glory, well, it wasn't the boy. Hey, great job, you brought five loaves. That feeds nobody. But he handed them to Jesus. You know, God is still on the throne and the kingdom is still advancing. God is faithful. And I'd like to remind you that 60 years ago, God looked at a few people at the Midwest Bible Church and said, what do you have? <laughs> I got five loaves and two fish, Jesus. You know what? Give them to me. Give me those five loaves and give me those two fish. I, I want to do something with it that's so beyond anything you can even imagine. Because in about 60 years, you're going to meet together. And you're going to start talking about God's faithfulness and all the stories that have happened and all the kids who have crossed from death unto life and all the leaders who have served God in some amazing way and their lives have been totally transformed. You know, give me five loaves and a couple fish. But, but God, we're just a little church. God, I, I, you know, I, I mean, this was... A girls camp before. I mean, we're going to have lots of stuff that's going You know what? Give me the fish. So that you can experience me. You know, Phantom Ranch is a God story. And you can go back in here year after year after year of how the bills were paid. Of how lives were transformed. And how God did amazing things. You know, we would be remiss if, on the 60th year, you didn't reflect and throw a party, a couple parties, thanking God for all that He has and all that He's doing. You know, before I pray, I have to... Well, have you jump a little bit farther in Mark? Because I think actually this is a warning. In Mark chapter 8, one page over, Jesus does another miracle. He feeds 4,000. Now, nobody knows how long it was between these episodes. But you got to believe the disciples remembered how he fed the 5,000. He's in a like situation. People are coming, and the scriptures tell us, again, he, the people started to get hungry in Mark chapter 8. And Jesus asked them the same question. How much bread do you have? Now this time, the, the little bit of a difference is this is that the disciples actually didn't go out and look. I think they knew Jesus is teaching the 4,000 people. I know he's going to ask us again, you know, can we feed them? So they started scurrying around earlier. So as soon as Jesus asked the question, the guy said, oh, we have seven loaves, Jesus. 
seven loaves. Jesus again took whatever they had and fed eight, nine, ten thousand people. You know, as we look forward, sometimes we remember God's faithfulness and sometimes we remember God's word. And we get excited about it and we look back and say, you know what, we worship a God that opened the Red Sea. That was kind of cool. We worship the God where Peter was able to walk on water. We've never done that on Phantom Lake or any other lake. You know, it just doesn't work. But we seem to leave it there and forget that God is a God who is alive today. And God is a God who is still doing miracles. And still asking us, hey, what do you have? Now again, I don't know what you have. Some of you have some amazing skills and talents. Some of you have some treasures. Some of you have some talents. That you're going to, well, give back to our God this summer. Phantom Ranch is going to look different this year because people are handing over what God has given to them. And God is going to do something so very, very special. You see, my challenge this evening is let's keep generously giving to God what we have. And some of us, we just might not have much. But whatever we've been given, God is the one who does the multiplying. God is the one that does the miracles. We just get to do the distribution. We get to be able to go and tell kids good news. We get to be able to go and serve people at the canteen or in the kitchen. We have the opportunity to be able to distribute God's amazing grace to other people. You see, Phantom Ranch has a kingdom calling. And it's not done. Let's pray. Father, we just want to say thank you. We are so amazed with the five loaves and the two fish. That faithful men and women of God gave you 60 years ago. This was just some farmland for the most part, Lord. You took it year after year after year. People heard around campfires and in cabins and in chapels and on horses and on hay rides and on adventure trips. God, they took what you gave them and they did some amazing things. Lord, we know you're not done. We know you are a God that is alive and you desire deeply to continue to move the kingdom forward. We thank you for the privilege we have to be part of this and to invest, well, in a place that helps people know Christ and make Him known. God, would you protect this place? We not only thank you for it, But we ask there, God, that in the next 60 years, if you give them 60 more years, that there will be thousands and thousands and thousands of more decisions. That people's lives will be changed. And that you'd receive honor and glory for all that happens. Thank you, Jesus, for what's going on. But we expect great things, not because we're great, but because we serve a great God. 
We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Amen. You know what? There is a bonfire and some s'mores. Yes. How many have had a s'more at Phantom Ranch before? I don't think I ever have. I can't wait. S'mores down there, a bunch of stuff in the lobby. Have a great night. God bless you. And see you in 60 years. Maybe.